Jesus is so sovereign and so in control that we don't even understand or realize the depths of what that truly means. You know, Jesus actually has to allow or he has to permit things to happen in order for them to occur. So remember that time when Jesus went before Pilate, went before Pilate, the Jews delivered him up for him to die. And they brought him to the governor. And they were basically telling him, Pilate, that Jesus needs to die because he is saying that he is, you know, the son of God. And how he's just saying different things and how he's basically causing an uproar. And Pilate, when Pilate was talking to Jesus, Pilate was asking him, in the book of John, Pilate was asking him, you know, what, trying to figure out what is happening. Who is this man that they basically delivered him up to be put to death? And, you know, when when Jesus gave him an answer saying that his kingdom is not of this world. And if he wanted to, he can have his servants come and just fight on his behalf. Pilate asked him, so are you, are you saying that you're a king? And Jesus was basically saying to Pilate, like, I mean, you say that I'm a king, but I am not, you know, I'm not from here. And then Pilate saw no fault in him. He didn't see the reason to put him to death, for him to be put to death. And when Pilate was trying to, you know, talk to the Jews, the, the priests, the officers, trying to figure out, okay, like, I don't find any fault in this man. I don't know why you guys want him to die, but he's not... He's not a murderer. He's not a robber. He's not, he's not, you know, doing something that is worthy of death. And so they basically was just like, no, crucify him. Well, if you let him go, that means that you're not a, a friend to Caesar. And this man, Jesus, is basically saying that he is this person and if he's this person, that means that Caesar is going to, he's going, he's the only king. Caesar is the only king. This man, Jesus, is not our king. And if Caesar find that out, you know, things are definitely going to be bad. So whenever, <clears throat> whenever they had told Pilate that, you know, this man believes that he's the son of God or he say that he's the son of God. Um, Pilate became more fearful. He became more afraid. Because, I mean, prior to this, Jesus just told Pilate that he's not of this world. His kingdom is not of this world. 
And, you know, in another gospel, it was talking about how how Pilate's wife, how she suffered many things in a dream concerning this man, Jesus. And she basically sent to her husband, Pilate, and told him to have nothing to do with Jesus because he's basically an innocent man and to just not even be involved with it. Don't don't do anything evil against this man because he's innocent. And so I can only believe that all of this fear, all of this dread, like not really not wanting to kill this person, you know, and even the statements that are being made can only be very, I don't want to say intimidating, but I guess frightening, very frightening. Just for Pilate to go back into the hall with Jesus and he basically was telling Jesus, like, hey, like, you hear what they're saying. They want you to die, but I have the power to um, let you go. I have the power so that you can be free. Jesus then said, you can have no power over me except it be given to you from above. That's that is very powerful. The only way the only reason that this is even happening in the first place is because in Jesus in Jesus. Um the only way that this can happen is if I allow it to. As if Jesus allow it to. The only reason why I did not call my legions of angels to come and kill all of you all and to even stop this is because I am, I was born for this time and I was born to do this. I was come here to rescue and to free man from their sins. I was come here because if I had not come to this planet, if I had not come to earth, then you guys, no matter if a person is good, no matter if a person is striving, everybody would go to hell. Every single person. Every single person. Because, you know, sin came into the world. So because of sin, the wages of sin is death. And before Jesus came, before Jesus came, you know, the the scripture calls it Abraham's bosom. And we know that there was a good place in Abraham's bosom and there was a bad place. Um, but it wasn't that they were going to hell or heaven. 
it was they were basically going to Abraham's bosom. It talks about it in in Luke where it talks about the rich man and Lazarus, how the rich man lifted up his eyes and he was in hell. So yes, hell existed because that's where Jesus, you that's where God had sent, you know, Satan and the angels that wanted to follow him. It was meant to be for them, the place for them to, you know, they were disobedient. So hell is not a good place. And whenever I say it did not yet exist, heaven, people were not, you know, they were not going to heaven. But hell existed because it was already for the demons. And so it wasn't until after Jesus had died and resurrected that man was even able to ascend and to be with God. And that may sound confusing, but if you have any questions about that, you can just allow God as you pray to show that to you or to explain that to you. And so, yes. So if Jesus had not died, everybody would not be able to be as close to God. They they wouldn't be able to have everlasting life and have it eternally in Jesus. They would not have had the everything that God wants to give to the sons and the daughters who overcome. Because in the book of Revelation, it talks about some really good promises, some really good gifts. You know, the crown to cast at Jesus' feet, new garment, a stone with, you know, your new name in it. Just these different things. Our names being written in the Lamb's Book of Life for those who overcome if they endure till the end. Um, And so all these different things Jesus, Jesus basically, you know, he, he humbled himself. He came to this earth, not being a rich prince, but he came being, he came being a man. He came being, basically, he, he was able to bear all of the curses of man on him. And yet, not one time did he ever sin. Though he did experience the same temptations we experience, he just never sinned in it. And so, you know, Jesus basically was telling Pilate, like, hey, like, 
you think that you have the power to free me. But in all actuality, the reason why I'm even standing in front of you right now, and the reason why I'm allowing this to occur is because this is why I was sent here. I came here to fulfill the will of my father. And truth be told, if I wanted to leave, I can. And then after that, you know, Pilate was really trying to release him. And then, you know, he basically was talking to the Jews saying, you know, behold, your king. It still wasn't working out for the Jews. They still wanted him to die. They wanted Pilate to release Barabbas and Pilate released Jesus onto the Jews to be killed. Now, there was another point in scripture where Jesus was in full control. And that is whenever Judas betrayed him. If Jesus had not said, you know, to Judas, go and do what you need to do, you know, go and handle. I give you permission. I allow you to do this thing so that you can betray me. And it's not that Jesus was weak because I've had many different conversations saying that, well, if Jesus was really the son of God, if Jesus was really God. And I don't want to get into all of that, but the fact that Jesus is the greatest example of what humility looks like and what true strength and what true love looks like. And that's a whole nother revelation. But Jesus really was, he really looked beyond himself. He he was mindful. He, 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 that's what you call long suffering. That's what you call denying yourself, denying your flesh to do the will of the father. And in that scenario, Jesus gave Judas the word for Judas to even leave in the first place for him to, you know, have done all of that. So the scriptures can be fulfilled. And Jesus is the word. He is the word. And whenever he speaks, he's speaking things and they're playing out. You know, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. He's able to change things with his words he's able to create and he does create with his words and even in all of this whenever he gave up the ghost after he said it is finished you know because he knew that he fulfilled everything Jesus could have came down off of the cross before that. He could have decided to, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, even though he he did, you know, go to the garden at one point and he was praying and he was asking the father, hey, father, let this cup pass for me. And he went again and prayed the same prayer. And then he realized like, oh, no. Okay, so father, It's not my will. I'm going to get out of my flesh. I'm going to get out of what I don't feel like doing. And I'm going to say, God, it's about you. 
Lord God, I agree with you. It's not my will, but let your will be done. And that's exactly what happened. So Jesus overcame his flesh to do the will of the Father. And that's the same disposition we ought to have. And regardless of what it looks like, Jesus is in full control. And unless he allows for things to happen, they cannot happen. So the Lord has to allow or permit for things to happen in order for them to occur.